Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. To be back, BT. Thanks to all who helped out here while I was away for a couple of days. Now, can I can I get into it right away, BT? Uh, please do. You know what pisses me off more than anything else, and we'll get to the Senga nonsense. I'll give you my take on Losing that. Losing the a baseball bit. card world series, oh, which is doing an hour and baby. forty minutes. Game seven. I can't wait for that. Uh, uh, looking forward to game seven of the baseball card world series. You know what pisses me off more than anything? What? As I'm sitting there at the hospital dealing with the family stuff, I am the last couple of days. I'm going through Twitter. And not only did we have to hear about David Stearns telling us how the playoff, you know, the Mets are playoff caliber. Yeah, okay, right. The playoff caliber team, blah, 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 blah. Then I see SNY tweet about Carlos Mendoza as he joined Mets Hot Stove, my, my buddies Gary Apple and Blevins and Zeal. And Carlos Mendoza says, everyone keeps saying about lower expectations. For me in New York, there's always high expectations. You're expected to win. Yeah, that's great. And then Steve Gelb saying that the sentiment, is pervasive in the Mets clubhouse right now that a lot of guys feel like this team is being underestimated. Okay. So those same guys that got their teeth kicked in two years ago by the Atlanta Braves and never got off the mat, those same guys that last year embarrassed themselves by sucking to a man. They all stunk. McNeil, Alonzo, Lindor for the first part of the season. You name it. Scherzer couldn't stay healthy. Verlin, all these. The bullpen, Diaz was out. The bullpen stunk. 76 wins. You sucked a year ago. On top of the one good year you had, you went out weekly. You blew the division. And you lost in the first round of the playoffs. Those same guys are now telling me that we're underestimating them. <laughs> Bull crap. I'm tired of it. Call it what it is. Stearns, you put together a team that is barely a playoff team, and the only way it would be is because the rest of the league stinks and because expanded postseason may help you have a chance. I know what a good baseball team is and what a bad baseball team is. You know what the New York Mets are? This is before Senga. A bad baseball team. We're underestimating you because you stink. Prove us wrong for once. I've had it, BT. Oh, yeah. Right, it's our fault. 
It's our fault. Go based off of the facts. You built a crappy team last year. You built a crappy team again this year. But for once, prove us wrong. You get the Braves running rough shot over the NL East, but we're wrong for underestimating. Philly's pretty Give good, too. Don't forget yeah, about the Phillies. Phillies are better, too. Phillies show more sack than the Mets have in years last year. I mean, give me a break with the match. I like caged animal, uh, caged animal version of Sal. You did. Yeah. He said it last night. He said, I'm rare to go. I said, I can't wait to have you back. Great to have you back there. I missed you. We missed you. All right. Now, a couple things are, are hitting me here. Number one, despite the fact that sometimes we'll yell at each other, it's nice to know that Sal listens to me or at least hears me when, it, when it's time to really hear because I told him what he just told you two months ago, that the Mets stink. All right, so that's one thing. The other thing about the coverage of SNY. Like, but that you know, was even before, though, them. Like, yeah, yeah, not, that's what's bothering you more so, that they're beginning to say right, like it now. It's, okay. it's one thing if you say they stink, and I'm like, well, you know what, if things go right. And we yeah. said it, like, if everything goes well, all right, best case, they're an 85-1 team. Mm-hmm. And and what do we say about everything going well? It never goes well. And for the Mets, they can't even get through mid-February without something going wrong. So, obviously, it's not best case scenario, no, right? No. And, then, and then I got to hear Stearns talk about how they're a playoff caliber team, and I got to hear the players talk about about how they're underestimated? Well, like, okay. we're the ones who are wrong? What have you done to, to show that you should be estimated? That's <laughs> that's where I want to focus. All right, to me, that's important. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to break a little news here. Despite the power of WFAN, all right, maybe with the exception of Mike Piazza with Mike and Chris, we can yell and we can rant and we can rave. And, yeah, we, we got a little pull. We got a little juice. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter to the players what we say. It matters what the players think and what the players say amongst themselves. I actually think that for the first time in a while, this is a good thing for the New York Mets. What are the Mets missing more than anything? Now, before you answer, let me beat you to the punch. You could talk about starting pitching. You could talk about a third base, but it's bigger than that, by the way. You could talk about, well, the less said, the center fielder's now in left field, and the guy who's playing center field's on a one-year deal. He's probably gone. Then the left fielder goes back to center field. Then Alonso's contract. And McNeil, if he's not hitting 300, he's pretty much useless because he's got no power and speed. All the things from a, and a lot of those things are true, actually all of them, that we hit on on a daily basis. The nominal moves, the marginal moves, they ain't moving the needle. Mets aren't going to be good. But you know what? Matters than more than all that stuff, culture, culture. The New York Mets have not had a culture. Uh, the the one hundred one wins with Bucket was a fleeting culture. They have not had an, an inward culture because if they had any culture, they would have charged the mound last year, defended Pete, or something would have happened, and they would not have taken losing. Uh, as softly as they did. To me, this represents it's a small gain. It's a small win. It's not the big trophy. It's not the, the World Series. But this, to me, is is seeds being planted for the Mets. Now you got to get the right parts. And you got to stir and do his job and draft properly, develop, make the shrewd signings, blah, blah, blah. Without that, if you don't have culture, you have nothing. And by the guys, at least amongst themselves, pushing back, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's I, not a bad thing. I, I think they're tone deaf. I don't think they have any clue as that. See, that's the problem is that they don't realize how bad they actually are. And I'm talking about the players. Because Mendoza says the right things. I think you have to say, hey, I'm not going to lower the expectations. Although the Mets themselves wanted to lower expectations. And guess what they do? 
Only the Mets can lower expectations and then even exceed them by going lower because now they don't have an ace going into the year. Who, by the way, I told you Kodai Senga wasn't going to be as good as he was last year. I just didn't feel it. The Mets also knew when they signed Kodai Senga, he had health issues. That's part of the reason why they got him so cheap. So this is not a shock, really, to anybody. It's just a constant for the Mets that it always happens. But I don't have a problem with even Stern saying we should be a playoff caliber team. Good. Put that on you and then go out there and prove us all wrong. Mendoza, same thing. I have a problem with the players like, oh, yeah, because it's always the fans' fault. It's always the fans' fault. It's always the media's fault. Oh, yeah, we're underestimating you. No, no, that's not what's happening. We're not underestimating you. We're evaluating you based on what you've shown us. That core, that soft core that I believe is rotten with Lindor, Nemo, McNeil, Alonzo. You got punched in the mouth, knocked to the floor by the Atlanta Braves in a year. You should have won the division. You never got up. Last year, the Braves ran rough shot over you. Again, you embarrassed yourself in season. This year, you didn't really do anything in the offseason. And I'm supposed to expect that this team's going to, oh, yeah, we're underestimated right now. By what By what measurement? You stink. You got no pitching. You got no pitching. And you're lucky if you have any semblance of an offense. You still can't find a freaking DH. Oh, yeah, their defense is great. Yeah, until Harrison Bader spends two months on the IL. I mean, think about it. What are, what are we underestimating exactly? Am I missing something? Thing? I think you are. I think I'm going to give you two options here. Okay, so two options, both intertwined with the premise that the team will not be very good. I'm not disagreeing on that. I, I, I honestly think I was the first one to say it. I, I really do. Months ago, right? But then are but that's you, not you, even the you, point. You're underestimating them. Okay, but so we we both feel, and I think every Met feel, uh, Met fan feels, underwhelmed by the offseason and unmoved by the prospects of a meaningful season. I'm not talking about the future. I mean this year. All right. I think 95% of us are on the same page. So now that we established that premise, here's the two options. Option number one, the team that we're talking about that is about to about to suck for six months amongst themselves says, geez, these guys on FAN, they're right. 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 These guys are on social media. They nailed right. it. We stink. We're useless. We're pitiful. We got no hope. Or let me present to you option B, where they actually look at each other and say, you know what? Who cares what people think? See, the one th- and the, and, the, and they, they, they attack their craft differently, which I believe they're doing. Now, I don't think it will lead to some soaring heights because they're just too deficient in important spots talent-wise. But that's why I went back to the word culture, because as that begins to root amongst some of the veterans in the locker room, invariably the young guys. And even if it's not, listen, even if Beatty's not the hitter we hope that he is, Alvarez is a stud. Uh, But even if the kids that we really truly know aren't, don't develop the way Mets fans want them to, then the next group, Williams, Acuna, eventually they start entering a locker room where the conviction is to hell with the outside spoken word, we believe in who we are and what we're going to do. And there's value in that. that. I, yeah. I respect that. That's I don't fine. know why you're mad at no, this. That's fine. I'm mad because they believe, and not everybody, but as a group, I guess, according to the tweet right there, you know, the Gelbs had about, all oh, the, the group feels that they're underestimated. I believe that they believe they're better than they are. So what? And that has been a problem for years acknowledge that you're not as good as you think and acknowledge that you have to go out there and prove yourself. Oh, I can't believe people. Why do you think people would be underestimating you? Can you have some sense of awareness? What I would say is, hey, we haven't earned the respect or the 
benefit of the doubt. This, mm. is, this is what they should be saying. Mm. Guys, whether it's to the media or to themselves, we haven't earned the benefit of the doubt because we sucked last year, because we choked away a division two years ago, because we got beat by the Padres in the first round of the playoffs. Now we prove it. We go out there and we shut all those loud mats up that doubted us. We go out there and we prove what we are, whether that's McNeil being a 300 hitter, whether it's Pete hitting 50 home runs and staying healthy and, and hitting for a 250 average, whether it's Lindor being an all-star from start to finish of a season, whatever it may be, go out, whether it's somebody actually taking the ball every fifth day and maybe getting through five innings, whatever it may be, go out there and do it. I'm beyond the point of giving them the benefit of the doubt. I did so in 2022. How'd that work out? Yeah. No, no, I, I get that. I I understand why you're reluctant to do it, but it doesn't mean that it won't work for them. Don't you think be, think, both things could be true? Don't you think them be thinking they're better than they actually are is a problem? No, I'll tell you why. Because now there's some fine print here, and, and I, I, I try to keep it tight because I yeah. want to get these calls yep. here. So thinking that you're better than other people position you to be is a good thing as long as it doesn't lead to haughtiness, like arrogance. Like if I'll give you an example. Like, if we're doing our show mm-hmm. and our bosses are like, all right, guys, you know, you, you, you're you doing pretty well, but you got to work on X, Y, and Z. And we, we you and I walk out of the room and we're like, and our ratings aren't very good mm-hmm. at that point. I'm just making up right, this scenario. Yeah, yeah. We, we look at each other. We're like, they don't know what they're talking about, man. We're great. We're, we're not going, or we're good, whatever. We're not going to focus on the things that we need to do to get better. So that is a detriment. The flip side is where there's a conviction, a confidence in, in the gifts and the talents and the direction, the motivation, the focus, where it's a galvanizing thing. It's not arrogance, but it's a, it's a connector. It's a connector within the locker room. And I got I to say it again. As much as we, we say it, and we say it loud, as loud as anybody mm-hmm. in this city, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how we say it or really even what we say pertaining to the Mets. It's what they think. As the Mets. I'll believe it when I see it from them. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires. From Connecticut to Maine, nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Kevin is in Clark. What's up, Kev? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? How are you, Kev? Hello, Kev. Fantastic sound. Great to hear your voice. Glad you're back on. Being Thank you. As always, I love the passion from you guys. Thanks, man. You are 100% right, Sal. You use your platform, let that fire fly, and let the Mets know that they have let us down countless times, and they can't pin it on us. But let me, Kev, stay with us for a sec, Kev. Don't you think that's different? Kev, hold on one sec. That's different from, I think, what Sal is reacting, what bothers him the most. And Sal, I'll make sure I don't get twisted here. It's bothering Sal that the Mets players themselves are, are turned off or bothered by the fact that they're underestimated in the public sphere. Nobody's disagreeing that the Mets offseason has blown. It is awful. But it's a different thing. You know what I mean? No, I completely agree. But I, I get using that, using that mentality to galvanize the clubhouse. Let's go, guys. They're underestimating us. Yeah. Yes, use that. Use that fire. You know what? You, who cares what Sal says on a radio? Right. Yeah. Well, that's all I'm years. saying. Right, but the problem is, is that they're coming and saying it's so they raised ticket prices on us this year. Yeah, well, really? that but that's a different <laughs> argument. That isn't. And thank you for the call, Kevin. Thanks, Kev. My issue is not that. That that's a whole separate thing. Even the off season is a whole separate thing. And by the way, for the record, I still believe in Steve, and I think eventually the Mets will get this thing turned around. Unfortunately, right now it's the same old crap, and it's annoying having to go into a season with no expectations to begin with, and then having Kodai Senga be out basically for the first few months before they even you know can play a spring. Training. Game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. 
Then we got to deal with it again. It's the same old stuff with the Mets. However, my bigger issue is that this core group, and again, I don't know the individuals specifically who believe this, but I believe, and it's been a problem for a while. It's not just this year. They believe they're better than they are. It's not to say that you go into the year saying, hey, we're only a 70-win team. We're going to suck. But I think they have an inflated view of what they actually are. And I think that that's been a big problem Do for you? Th- okay, now that's something a little different. Do you think that that leads to complacency? Do, how does that adversely affect them? I don't know that you're necessarily wrong, but as it's, how does, like, if they take that overinflation and they apply it, if they do, how is it bad for them? Maybe they're not how? learning from their weaknesses or from their mistakes. Yeah, I mean, I, I get you, but the weaknesses and the mistakes, the weaknesses is the roster. The, we, the roster yeah, is just, but I'm talking about, it's not I'm good. Ta- I'm talking about the core guys. Yeah. Uh, like, DJ Stewart's not the one who's like, oh, I can't believe people are doubting us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's got to be some of the core guys that feel like, oh, I'm surprised so many people. Dude, what are you surprised at? Like, even when you were at your peak, at your peak two years ago. Yeah. You got swept away from winning the division by Atlanta, Mm. and you embarrassed yourself further in the postseason. That's their high watermark. Then the following year was last year was a disaster every which way possible. Individuals had bad seasons. Guys couldn't stay healthy. The team as a whole didn't come close to doing what they did the year prior. And now you expect other people to believe in you? Like the attitude should be like, hey, we failed. When they did believe in us in 2022, we let them down and disappointed. Last year, going into the season, fans wanted to believe in us. We we failed miserably. Yep. This year, it's on us to show why we believe we're better than the expectations. Well, set. it seems like they're in the early stages of doing that because if they're trying to rally themselves as a team, whether it's the spoken word, you know, when that we're not privy to whatever's intimated, you know, that that leaks out to to Gelbs and SNY and the press and whatever's presented. I I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that's a unifier. And I think it could be a rally. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, that the Mets are going to be good this year. They're not. But it doesn't mean that it it, it it can't lead to a few seeds being planted to create the culture that has been so evasive for this franchise. They have nothing lasting. Anything they do, it's like they stumble upon it for a year or two. And when they get to the big spot, they either choke or they underachieve. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to dish you Met fans, but you know what it is. You guys, you just don't. You're not a good franchise. Either, you, but, you're not. But here's the thing. And you've never been a good franchise. Right, right, but here's the thing. That's not the Mets fans' fault. I know the it's Mets, not. The no, Mets no, fans I get that. aren't losers. No, no the way. Mets are losers. No, no, I, I agree with that. But that's why I, 100% I'm with you on that. 1,000%. Please don't misinterpret. Right. No, this is not on the fans. No way. Every Met fan should be pissed today. Right. And last year, and many years in the past. All I'm saying is, I wouldn't be pissed at this. I actually respect this, that the players are... I think it's a culmination. Yeah, I think it's a culmination. And ultimately, what creates a good culture? Good players. And I don't think the Mets have enough of them. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll get back to your calls on the other side. we got to get to the Yankees as well. We'll do so coming up at 11 off of the comments yesterday that their owner made so we could dissect that. And remember, Game 7 of the Baseball Card World Series, 1140 a.m. I feel pretty good about it. I'm excited for yeah, it. so am I. Usually I'm nervous. I'm excited for this All one. Right. One way or another, we'll find out a winner today. All right. Be- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. E.T. and Sal on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Sal Akata, back on the fan. We'll continue with the calls. we got the Baseball Card World Series coming up at 1140. We'll turn our attention to the Yankees. We'll do a split day Mets-Yankees today, but want to focus a little Yankees coming up at 11 o'clock as well. We were just talking about it too, BT, during the break here. You know, Mets fans are angry, and rightfully so. Now, you could pick what you want to be angry about, and for me, it's the comments. Like I'd rather just the team acknowledge the reality of the situation, that they haven't earned the benefit of the doubt. Stop thinking that you're better than you are and just realize that you are what your record says you are or what your stats say you are. And that's not good enough, not even close to good enough. So they could talk playoffs and think that everybody's underestimating. The reality is, until proven otherwise, you suck. You're not even close to the Braves, and you're nowhere near the Phillies either. And going into the year, all for the Senga news, yep. like, come on, dude, it's baseball season. We love baseball here. You want to be excited. You want to be hopeful. And Mets fans can't even enjoy that. And as a Yankee fan, you were saying you haven't even had that feeling like going into a season with basically no, no hope, hope. Yeah. Or, or minimal hope. No, no, best. no, since nineteen ninety, really, since Stump Merrill, really. Now there's been other seasons that have you know morphed into disappointment. Not many, sure. but you know disappointing finishes. And I, it's funny, as bad as the last year was, I I almost take that as a positive because it could have been so much worse. I, I thought it spoke to Boone's ability to keep the team together, blah, blah, blah. Right, not finish under 500. Yeah, I mean, to squeeze out that 82nd win and finish above 500 without a lot of judge and all the injuries and all the moving parts. Uh, but, yeah, it is it is a very – right now, while I disagree with with your position on what the players are, are espousing, I love that, actually. I respect that. I like it. I think it's a good thing. I'm totally with you and Met fans that – Outside of going to City Field, as the warmer as the weather gets warmer, throwing on shorts, having a couple of beers, watching the games in the backyard, you know, like it's uh, not a whole lot to gravitate toward this year. I mean, they they could be this could be I a mean, depressing season. They'll get MF fans will get worked up and get excited. Well, they always like, do, you know but what? you know. Like, losing Senga is not a death blow. The team wasn't very good anyway. Yeah, but now I agree, and I do think he'll be back, although I'd be surprised if he pitches before June 1 right. myself. I mean, I'm not a right. doctor, so I don't need to elaborate too deeply on that. That's just my guess. And I oh, hope that, that depth, baby. That depth going right, uh, right yeah. to the test, right out of the gate. They got some numbers. but He's like, going to start opening day. Adrian Hauser? No, it might be Severino. Oh, yeah, Sevi. <laughs> nah, it'll, be, uh, it'll be Quintana, I would imagine. But I think that... For the Mets to before the Sanganu South, for the Mets to overachieve this year, almost everything had to go right. And you know, when you have an All Star who's probably going to miss seven, eight, nine starts, hey, that's look. Stearns is good. a smart guy, right? Come yeah. with a smart guy. Yeah. Do you really think they thought everything was going to go right? 
No. Okay, so then... Well, that's why they have depth. Yeah, okay. But bodies. Th- but but they didn't have that in the rotation as far as being able to fill the void of Kodak saying it. They can't be surprised by this. It, it's just the reality. But, like, when you build a team that, at its best, if everything goes right, can win 85 games, mm-hmm. don't tell us it's a playoff team. It's bullcrap. Hector is in Washington Heights. What's up, Hector? What's up? I'm glad you're paying attention to Blunt Thoughts. I've thrown out there the name Adrian House as our opening day starter. But um, welcome back, brother. Welcome back. Good to have you back. Um, and I, I, I texted you and I said, I'm pretty sure you're going to be fired up. You're going to keep me up uh, because, I, you know, I've been working all night. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't going to hear what you had to say. And listen, I, I wanted to say this. Eric, Randy, Nicole, all these people have reached out. Joe Clark asking me how Sal sending you well wishes. So Thank you. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. That. And my thoughts and friends, you know, with you and your family. Appreciate it. But I, I got to say, brother, you got me here. I, you know, BT's cool dude. I like BT. But you got me here uh, agreeing with this Yankee fan more and more, man. And like I said, I expected you to be fired up, maybe a little bit angry like some of my fans are. Like, I, I am a little bit with, you know, the Sanger news and, and stuff like that. But to be upset with the players and the fact that they're fired up and they're talking about coming out here and... They I stink! Has... They stink! What don't you get? Listen, I'm, so I'm you tired get? of it. You should be angry, too. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So what do you want him to say? We suck. Nothing. Here, I just, I just, I just told you what focus I wanted to say. And focus on twenty twenty five. I no. want him to if acknowledge. Anything, hold on. Stop. If anything, that's motivating me is the fact that they're motivated to come out here and prove us wrong. That's how I'm reading it. What do you? I, I don't understand. What do you want from them? They know they have been um less than they, they should be. They know they've under. Do they? Of course they do. Well, they then, well then why are they perplexed they that everybody's them? underestimating them? They're not perplexed. I take, I see them motivated. Yeah. They're motivated. Because every single guy on that team looks like they're in better shape than they've been in years, starting with Pete. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I take that as an encouragement. That's the one thing that's keeping me going to go into this. Well, 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 heck, heck. Yes, I'm upset with what the team has done. Yeah. I don't like... You know, the moves that have been made and all this death crap. We want to talk about death. You lost what some people question is your ace. I think it could be an ace, but most people don't. And how are you going to fill that spot? With death? It's not like he, he, wasn't an, he wasn't an ace anyway. And thank you for the call, Hector. As always, appreciate Love your that. passion and your Love kind that. words. You know, I don't... See, I want to hear the players say either nothing or just say, I... Bu- this, could somebody come out and just say this? I understand why we're being underestimated. It is on... Us to prove people wrong. That's it. Not all. Oh, we're, we're being underestimated. We're really good. No, you're not really good. And that's not my opinion. Those are the facts. Do you think they're good based on what they've done the last couple of years? Forget this year because we don't know what happens. No, right? I don't think they're very good at all. How, how are they in comparison to, I don't know, the Atlanta Braves? Horrendous. How? What about the Philadelphia Phillies? Not even close. Okay, so, and yet they're like, oh, we're being underestimated. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're saying it like that. I mean, come on. I think that there's – see, what the Met players perceive their talent level to be on the inside, you know, how they view themselves, is obviously very different from how we view their talent level on the outside. But I got news for you again. Really what matters more is what they think. Let me – now, you're better with English than I am, I admit. Maybe <laughs> not baseball cards, but English for sure. We speak words. Per, yeah, exactly. Per, pervasive. What does that mean? Uh, well, you, I want to get the context here. I'm going to read the tweet again from Gelbs. E-R-V-A-S-I-V, this is Steve Gelbs a day yeah. ago after you know Carlos Mendoza yeah. was on Mets Hot Stove. Yep. 
The sentiment pretty much like shines through deeply, like all encompassing. Okay, though. fair enough. Right. Yeah. So Mendoza was talking about everyone keeps saying about the lower expectations for me in New York. There's always high expectations. You're expected to win. Gell says this sentiment is pervasive in yeah. that room right now. That's when he says that room, I'm assuming the clubhouse. That means it runs very deep in the organization in the room, and, who, and th- right. that is the sentiment that pretty much everybody agrees with. A lot of guys feel like this team is being underestimated. Good. Good. Underestimated. Good. I don't know how you are spinning that into a bad thing. It's an awful thing. But no, no, because but, but, they are but, but, lacking awareness no, that they suck. No. Oh, we're underestimated. Uh, listen, I I I I get it. Like if I were doing bad shows day after day after day, and I came out and said, Oh man, I don't know how come I'm not getting an opportunity to go to the day. I feel like I'm being underestimated. Mm-hmm. And I were doing bad shows. That wouldn't make sense, right? Well, that's why I used the analogy before right, the radio I show. But, I, I think that but, but that, I don't it, think that's what applies here. Because it's not as if these Mets players are sitting around in the Port St. Lucie locker room, you know, they, they take a shower in their flip-flops. They're doing their interviews after, you know, putting in eight, nine hours uh-huh. on the field, whatever it is. And they're sitting there saying, we're awesome, man. I don't know what these idiots back in New York are thinking or these national baseball pundits are thinking. We're great. We're phenomenal, man. Like, right. it would be such a misrepresentation of really who they are. It would be delusional. It would be irresponsible. Because if you think that differently from the reality Generally, that means you're probably not locked in enough putting the work in to correct what you need to correct. That's not what's happening. They should be walking around with their tails between their legs of embarrassment from what's gone on the last two seasons saying, I understand why we're being underestimated. Nobody should be giving us any credit. We're not as good as the Braves. We're not as good as the Phillies. We have to go out there and prove it. That's what should be being said. And instead it's, oh, Look at everybody else doubting us and underestimating us. I wonder why. What do you think? We just woke up. Met fans just woke up and said, ah, you know what? We don't believe in this team. Is it that? Or is it that every chance you've had to prove yourself over the last couple of years with this core group, you fell flat on your face and never got off the mat? Pick a Met. We're going to do a little role play here. McNeil. You, you, okay. You're Jeff McNeil right now. Um, reporter X from Outlet Y. Yeah. Um, you know, Pete, I know you said the other day you want to get back to hitting 300, obviously. Get back to maybe be in the mix for the batting title. Pete, you've been around here a couple Jeff. of years. Uh, Jeff, yeah, yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Well, I said, that's it, Pete? Yes. Thank you. Good yeah. catch. Uh, Jeff. So Pete didn't win the batting title. Jeff did. Right. Right, <laughs> right. right. Jeff, you've been here a couple of years, and you've seen some good. You've seen some bad. How do you believe the Mets are perceived from the outside baseball world right now? You know what? It really doesn't matter what the outside baseball world says about us. We got to come together as a group and prove our worth. We failed against the Braves two years ago, even in a successful season where we made the playoffs. We failed in the postseason. Last year was a disaster every which way. We need to prove ourselves this year. I believe I can get back to being a batting champion again. I got to go out there and do it. Okay, good. Go do it. Go do it. Stop throwing your helmet down like a little baby. Go do it. Go actually do it. It's February 23rd. And he talked about, oh, if I hit 300, I think it'll be good. Yeah, okay, can you do something else? 300. I don't even want your 300. All right, now ask me. You're the reporter, and I will be... Hey, Jeff. No, I don't want to be be Jeff. I'm going to be a little bigger. I'm going to be a little bigger. I'm going to be Pete. Okay, you're Pete. I'm big Pete. What am I asking you again? Whatever you want. Uh, However, you know, go ahead. Hey, Pete. Yeah. uh, You know... You guys really don't stack up with the Braves or the Phillies, at least on paper. What was your name again? Sal. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd say. Now go hit the weight room. Do some clean jerks Sal. before I win the batting, t- the, uh, you, the home run derby. You may have heard of me. Yeah, yeah, I'm walking around working <laughs> like a loser. Yeah. That's what, do you want them saying that every day when they show up and have their coffee before they hit the no, field at 8, I, 12 in the morning? I want, That's what McNeil should scream. That's what Pete should scream. Hey, they can walk we around. We are on. Un- 
yeah, there you go. They can walk around however they want to walk around. Yes. The reality is they have been losers. Yes, yes, but that doesn't mean that they are destined to forever be losers. They are if they think that they're better no, than they are. we disagree on you that. Well, if the, you know, well, okay, little semantics. I got yeah. you. Still disagree, but I got you. Billy is in Stamford, Connecticut. What's up, Billy? Bill. Uh, what's up, guys? Uh, welcome back, Sal. Thank you, Billy. How are you? Um, I just got to say, you know, I, I have to agree with BT. I, I don't really see how this could possibly be a bad thing. I mean, I've played baseball my whole life, every team I've ever been on, and I don't necessarily think that having a good attitude within the clubhouse, you know, being confident in yourself, even if I know, you know, I'm going out there as a the pitcher, I'm saying, you know, oh, my fielders can't field behind me. I've been in situations like that before, but I haven't been not confident that we can still win the game and overcome that. So I don't think it's, you know, difficult to say that they could still do something like that. And, and go and be successful this year. Yeah, I mean, could they? Sure, and thank you for the call. Will they? No, they won't. And I want to be definitive about it because I want to see them prove me wrong for once. The last time I was definitive about the Mets, I said they were going to win the NL East. The NL East was over. They had a huge lead. They blew it. They embarrassed themselves and anybody who believed in them, like yours truly. And then they followed up. They washed it down with a disgusting performance, pathetic performance in the postseason with the Padres. That's what this group can hang their hat on. You can't hang it on last year. So their claim to fame, Lindor, Nimmo, McNeil, Alonzo, Marte, every Diaz, all of them. They're sure. there. Their claim to fame is the 101-win season that ended in embarrassment when they got swept in Atlanta and then fell on their faces a week later against the Padres. That's what they have to hang their hat on. And they're questioning whether anybody from the outside is holding them to lower expectations or underestimating them. Bullcrap. So I'm definitive in saying this. Prove me wrong. You stink. Your team stinks. To a man, I don't believe in any of it. How do they prove you wrong? Go out there and win. No, but, 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 no, but win. <laughs> win how many? I want to see Pete. They're not winning 90-something games. So you got you know, Individual numbers? No, no, no. Just team total. Like, what would represent them make proving the you wrong? Make the playoffs, They're not big making boys. the playoffs, dude. Okay. Well, they There's say no they chance. are. They're not good enough. We're underestimating They're it. not good enough. They, I don't think they said, well, you know what? People are underestimating us. We can win 78 games this year. They said people are underestimating them. Maybe they can compete with the teams like the Phillies or the Braves. That's what they're thinking. So go out there and prove us wrong. I say you stink. What say you? Go do it. I'm tired of watching you. I'm tired of hearing you talk. I want to see it. I want to see something done in a positive way. Because guess what? I know what I'm going to see with the Yankees. They're going to win. They may not win the World Series, but even in a bad year, they win 82 games. Yankees had an awful year. Their worst year in 30 years, mm-hmm. and they won 82 games. Although I will be fair, a lot of times Yankees ended the postseason early, and Brian Cashman's up there throwing out excuses. Yeah. I mean, think about that. I mean, they got oh, their own we problems. Were healthy, but... we would have done this. That yeah. this would have happened if the Astros didn't cheat. So, I mean, it's the word play thing is interesting. I get it. We can only react to what we have to react to. I actually, and I really mean this. I choose to channel it as a positive. I don't think it's a bad thing at all when professional athletes who happen to be within the best one percent of baseball plays walking the globe. Uh, think as a group that they can actually be better than we think. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. I like it. Right. I can understand that maybe for, for a different group. I got to get my mind right here. I got to calm down a you little are, bit. Uh... We guy came in hot today. I know. We got an hour until game seven. No, no, no. Baseball. Please stay all. No, no, no. I got to calm so down. You're not, you're not locked in <laughs> for the World Series. Please, by all means. <sighs> Goose Fraba. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Knicks makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata, back on the fan. Baseball card World Series coming up in about an hour or so from now, so we'll have some fun with that. Somebody will be crowned champion today on the BT and Sal Show. Been, uh, we've been dragging it out for a few weeks now. It's been a while. It's been nice. It's been yeah. fun. People are, I told you again last night, I guess it was a week or so ago, one of one of the referees for my son's game said, hey, it's it's fun, right? And, yeah. you know, he was kind of re- I forget which game it was, but he was tracing over some of the cards we had. Right. And he had a game last night, my son. He's like, why didn't you guys do it yesterday? I said, yeah. well, you know, Sal's, Sal's dealing with some stuff. He's right. like, oh, that's right. I heard you guys talk about it. I said, today at 1140. Then he was walking away. I said, Sal's going down. Oh, I, I said, don't no, know let, let me get that favorable whistle tonight. Let's go. You know, it's funny, dude. I was getting texts like, good luck today. They gave him. <laughs> so I'll have some fun with that coming Woo! up. Game seven in about an hour from now. Yes. Uh, I'll say this. I feel like I'm going to perform a little bit better, and maybe both of us perform a little bit better than the Mets will this season. Yeah, everybody is underestimating the big, bad Mets because they've proven themselves. I mean, if they would like, and I wish I had specific individuals who felt this way, but it's a collective group, as Gelbs said. But if they would like, you know, I could go over the Mets franchise index mm-hmm. if, they, if they'd like and wonder why maybe fans... Because I know I'm not alone. Why maybe fans would be disappointed? Want to start or, in the late seventies? That was a pretty tough I mean, run well, there. I, I mean, mean a lot ha- of sixty something yeah, wins. Do we have to go back that eventually. far? I mean, do you, do you really want to go back that far? I mean, the Mets high watermark in their high watermark year of the last. Let's see. Mm, I mean, maybe ever, but even if we go back to when was the last time they won hundred games? Yeah, eighty-eight. Twice they, that was the second most they won hundred. Uh, that hundred one wins was the second most ever. Right. 86 but the last won 108, Right, and Yes. And the last time they won 100 was 1988. So the yes. last time that they, they lost to the Dodgers in the playoffs. Right. So yep. the last time they won 100 games prior to 2022 goes all the way back to 1988. That's crazy. That's just to that, start. That is crazy. And then, like, if I were to give you, let's say, from 1988 on, how many years do you think the Mets – well, maybe we'll get, give a round number. I was just going to say – Let me try to guess. Well, I was going to say how many – let's go to 2000. Since, okay. since 2000. Got it. To keep it even here. Since 2000, how many seasons do you think the Mets have finished over 500? Since 2000? Yeah. I'm going to try to count them up now. I'm going to say, let's see, seven? Actually, more than I thought. Ten, I believe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, dude, you're talking about 24 years. And that's probably their better years, if you you want to go back before that. Well, think about the Tory years. 2022? I'm just trying to count here. 2019, they won 86 games. Right, mm. and the majority of these years are like not even in the 90s. 2016, they won 87, made the postseason. Yep. Obviously, 2015, they won 90, made the World Series. 
2008, they won 89 games. Okay. 20 that was the final year of Che. Yeah. 2007, the collapse. They won 88 uh, games. Up seven with 17 to go. 06, you know how that ended. Adam they won Wayne 97. Adam Wainwright, Beltron. 85, they won 83. 2001, 82, this was the end of that run. You know, yes. the 2000 run. Yes, I mean, think about that, dude. It's pathetic. Are you on baseball six, reference? I am, yeah. Go up to the top. What yep. is their all-time record? It, it, I know it has it up there. I just don't know exactly where it's low. What's the Mets' all-time record? 4,727. Yep. And 5,075. Winning percentage of about 460. 482. 480. I mean, that's just, come on, man. They've been in the league for 60, or they've had 62 seasons. They've won 48% of their games. 10 playoff appearances. I mean, it's, it's, listen, we know this is not breaking no, oh, news. No, 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 not to us, but maybe to them. And that's why I'm reading it to them. Oh, people are underestimating us. Yeah, because you stink. And if you want to say, well, what does that have to do with the 80s or 2000s? You know what? You're right. It has nothing to do with that. Correct. Let's just go back to, you know, with this core group that's been here. You want to go back to 2019? 86 wins, no postseason. You want to go to 2020 pandemic year? 26 and 34. Even in a shortened year with an expanded postseason, you couldn't even do what the crappy Florida Marlins can do. 2021, 75, uh, 77 and 85. The one good year you've had. One of the, think about this. One of the best years in the history of the franchise as far as the regular season goes. I can't tell you how many times I've referenced 101 wins. Trying to back up Billy Epler and this group. Not much else to reference. Even in that year, they get swept the final weekend of the year in Atlanta, blow the division, and followed up with a putrid performance in the postseason. And followed up with a season where Buck Walter gets fired. 75 wins. Yeah, it's not like it was this, you know, they went from 101 to 89 and they just... Got you know, lost a wild court like it. It was it was a precipitous dump, right. thump. That's why Stearns is here, right. and that's why I'm not wrapped up at all. I, listen, I knew that I, it hasn't started yet, so I should be fair to them. I strongly surmise they're going to be basically unwatchable for chunks of the season. The Braves will destroy them. The Phillies will destroy them. The Marlins could actually be slightly better. That's a team that's being underestimated. The Marlins are being underestimated because we give them no respect, and yet they compete. Like last year, they were competing for a playoff spot. The year before, they were in Yeah, Yeah, no, they were. But Stearns doesn't care about this stuff. And really, Steve Cohen, and he shouldn't because he wasn't here for those collapses and those empty seasons. He's got to build it his way. And I'm going to go back to the word culture. Without culture, you have nothing. But let me put it this way. Without culture, you might have fleeting success like a year ago, Mm -hmm. but you're not going to have sustained success. And that's what they're after, which is why I love what they're saying. And I think that won't come until the young group. Yeah, probably. Alvarez, Acuna, Gilbert, Williams. Eric is in Clifton, New Jersey. What's up, Eric? Hey, good morning, guys. Welcome back, Sal. Hope everything went good. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate oh, it. As good as possible, no doubt. Um, hey, Brent, uh, B- uh, BT, I, I got to say, I totally agree with Sal on this. Okay. I mean, you told, you, you, you reference culture, and, and 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 Sal, you're a thousand percent right, because you don't, just don't say, you know, we'll sit through a rebuild, a teardown, or whatever. We have to go through some pain. But even go back to the when we made the playoffs, what was the first thing they did in the San Diego series? They thought that they were going to be able to hide the Grom and save him because they were looking past the, the Padres. They wanted to save him for the L.A. series. And to me, I was glad they lost because it's like you think you're better than you are, and you're not. you got to focus on what's right in front of you. You make some comments like this, you better go out and sign Montgomery, Bauer, and Snell because now you're, you're telling us that you're a playoff team, and we – our thought process was we're going to give you the latitude because you are a new general manager coming in here. You're running the show. We want you to have an evaluation year. But now, if you don't go get those three pitchers, you better trade yeah, Pete Alonso because mm-hmm. you have two risks. He yeah. may not want to stay here, or you know he may just 
Get paid by somebody else. Eric, I, I got to be, I'm disappointed in you today. You're a good call of the show. You used to call me and Teak all the time. You're a big Raiders guy. I know you know you're NFL, and I know you're a smart dude, but you are completely hijacking and distorting what we're actually talking about. We're not talking about a couple of years ago, specifically, if you're just tuning in, the main the main discussion point, and me and Sal fundamentally disagree, I actually like that they're pushing back a little bit on public sentiment. Sal thinks it's that it's not the right approach, but... That's all we're talking specifically to what they're thinking as a group. To me, it's I'm impressed by it. It doesn't mean you start the season ten and three. It doesn't mean you have this season of overachievement. But geez, at least it shows you got a little fight. At least it shows you got a little pulse. You like that mentality? Yes, I would too. If it were done properly, and I don't believe that they know how to do it properly, and that's my issue. Like you should not be saying, "Oh, we feel underestimated or undervalued as a group." What? Oh, don't you realize why? Like, that would be my first question if I were there. And and look, maybe I get a credential and go ask somebody. Because I've had it. Like, I've, I don't know if you could tell. I've, <laughs> I've had it. Who's on, what, what, what do you think? What, you're upset people are underestimating you? Who's, which one said this? Who is it? Who underestimated? Oh, you're, yeah, you, you, Francisco, you have a problem with people underestimating you guys? Why is that exactly? I'd love to hear their explanation. Because I know I've got counted or I'm loaded with counters to that. Oh, you know, you, the, the holster's not empty. Yeah, I you, mean. You've got about 10 things you could rifle back at him. Well, well, so right. we need and, to get you down to Port St. Louis. So yeah. you put you in the de- Instead of taking pictures with Mary Buckmiss, yeah, get I your don't. credential, get your ass down to Port. I'll go with you. Yeah. I'll give you a little muscle <laughs> case. Yeah, so, no, no, what I am I doing at this point? No, no. <laughs> but I'll be next to you, buddy. Man, we'll bring Hoff. He's an imposing nah, figure. I don't big even. Zoo. He's big and strong. Maybe, maybe, you know, if anything gets out of hand, we got you back, buddy. But just, From a distance. It just bothers Yeah, exactly. It just bothers me that. That, like, I understand what you're saying about a mindset. You want to have a positive mindset and not believe that your team is less than others think. But there's a reason for it. I feel like players and organizations and front offices, they feel like they're being treated unfairly at times Mm -hmm. by fans and media members. And I am somebody who gave them the benefit of the doubt. I am somebody who believed in them back in May of 2022 because what I saw, what I was watching was a good team. I didn't realize that they had a soft jaw, a glass jaw. And they still have that same core group that I just don't believe in. So when I hear like, oh, these guys feel like they're being underestimated. Yeah, but it's not like we're picking on the Mets. There's a reason for it. Mm -hmm. You haven't been any good. I want to give you a a real quick example. This this didn't enter my mind earlier. Otherwise, I would have brought it up. So when I was at the old station a long time ago, yeah. we used to get our heads kicked in in the ratings. Right. We had no signal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike and Chris were here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I miss was like it. I mean, it, we had no chance. Right. I mean, really. And I remember like these these ESPN suits coming in from Bristol, and like wondering, you know, why are the ratings not better? And I remember, and and I was a fairly decent part of the roster, right. but I wasn't like Kay or right, Greenberg. Right, right. Like, I was still young. And I remember standing up, and I'm like, well, because nobody can hear us, all right? And I went through a laundry list of problems with the station. I wasn't taking it sitting down because I knew, even though the ratings didn't reflect it, or at least right. I believe, speaking from my own work, that it was a whole hell of a lot better than the numbers were saying. Right. And I wasn't taking it laying down. And it's that mentality, probably, quite frankly, that got me to WFAN. Right. So when you actually look at that stuff it through a, a competitive prism and, and a mindset of, 
I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what anyone thinks. I don't care what the payroll is, even though it's high. Mm -hmm. I don't care what the staff looks like. I don't care if the minor leagues aren't built up yet. I don't care if we have a rookie manager. It might not work. I'm going to be forthright with you guys. Doesn't mean the Mets are going to have a good season. But if they don't, if they don't embrace that mindset, they have no chance to compete. So I love what they're doing. I right. mean it. I would love it, too, if it were maybe different people with that same mindset. And again, I'm not trying to pick on any individuals, just this core group. I don't think they have it. And I've said that for a while. And then hearing these comments make me realize they just don't get it. Because you could feel that way, BT, and say something different. Either not say anything at all and just go out there and do it. And then at the end of it, you say, you know what? I told you so. Yeah. Everybody doubted us. We came together as a group, and we proved everybody wrong. I'd love to see that. Or I'd love to hear them say what I said before. Hey, you know what? We haven't earned the val- We haven't earned you know the respect well, of they, the fans. No validation because they've done nothing. I get that. I'm we, not disagreeing with that. Right, part. I understand what they should be saying is we believe in ourselves as a group. I understand why others don't. So it's really the one word. It's the if, if I could boil it down to the way that it came the, across. The word to me. underestimated yeah. or, or an underestimation, however they used it. They used that 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 playing on the word underestimate. Basically, people saying we're better than you think. You're good with the mindset. You don't like the usage of the word because it almost it almost portrays like in their mind like that, they're, that they're better. Yes. That, yes. Yes, we're wrong about you. We're, I, no, you we're going based off the facts. I think we're just hearing the word. We're hearing the message differently. I you're like, also a Mets fan, right? so you're going to be triggered more. Right. I get it. I like that they're saying that the expectation shouldn't be low. With this in New York, you expect to win. You're damn right. That's where you're right about it. Now, actually go out there and do it. I don't think you can. BT and Sal on the film will come back. Go over the comments yesterday from Hal Steinbrenner as I got some issues with them too. Mets first. I got some issues with the Yankees next. BT and Sal on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.